I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking, our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a blessing to be with you by means of radio. Uh, In the Bible, and uh, take your pick where you want to go today. We'll be looking at a lot of different verses. And when I say today, you may be listening into the evening, uh, time into the night, wherever it's just good to be there. So we say, like we say so many times, from the banks of the Bon Secours River here, the southernmost part of the state of Alabama. From the office and ministry building here, Fishers and Men Ministries International, the mission arm of the Fisherman Baptist Church, it's a blessing to be with you. God bless you for just being there. Hey, by the way, if you ever like to correspond with us, contact us in any way. If you have access to the computer as far as the old keyboard, it's just F-O-M-M dot period O-R-G. They'll bring you directly to us, and then uh, you can kind of surf around and uh, shift around some different places. Find that. Stay away from the pictures, <laughs> by the way. If you'd like to write to us, if you just uh, call the station that you're listening to right now, they'll be glad to give you an address whereby you can write to us. By the way, we fail to do so from time to time, but I do appreciate the correspondence from you. I want to do something a little bit different at this particular time. I want to do something that has some doctrinal aspect to it. Most of all of our programs are all practical, and I think doctrine is practical, by the way. But this is, I'm, I'm going to look at the doctrinal side of something. So when I say some things, I'm going to talk about a matter of semantics here. I'm going to talk uh, at this particular time about some things I've asked for that I've already have. You said, well, I don't understand what you're talking about. Sometimes let me just throw this little illustration. Maybe I'm walking around the house. And uh, maybe my wife is there, maybe my kids. And I said, uh, somebody has my pencil, my pencil. I want my pencil. Who has my pencil? Or maybe my grandkids are over. I said, I need my pencil. And they start to giggle and just start to laugh. And they just point over at me, you know. And I said, what's so funny? I said, I need my pencil. Where's my pencil? Maybe one of my grandkids comes up and he says, Popo, it's right behind your ear. I said, well, so it is. <laughs> I have to. My pride is hurt. I was asking for something I already have. You know, as far as the world today, there's a lot of ignorance concerning the Bible. Oh boy, I've been there, done that, and still a lot of the Bible. I'm just to be honest. Uh, I just go over and over and over it from Genesis to Revelation, and sooner or later, I hope God would reveal all of it to me. I don't think so, but. Uh, I, I don't want to appear before the Lord as being foolish. So I'll tell you what I've done. I've been in prayer, and I've asked the Lord for some things that I already have. Now, I asked for that numerous times. After a while, when I begin to study the Bible, I begin to see what God was speaking about and the doctrinal aspect of this. So let me propose a thought for you. I'll tell you what I've done. I've taken and asked God for more power. Now, I'll tell you right now, 
That's what I really need. As far as believers is concerned, we need God's power. You say, well, what's the, what's, what's the problem there? The problem comes from like 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16, where it says, Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Now, okay, God's Spirit is in me. All right, I go all the way back to 1966. In fact, that's my birth has to do with God's Spirit, because I was born of the Spirit. So as far as God's Spirit, God's Spirit now lives inside of me. So I am born of the Spirit. I, am, I have the Spirit of God dwelling in me. Now, if I did not have the Spirit of God, it says the Spirit of God dwells in me. If any man hath not the Spirit of God, he's none of his. So as far as God's Spirit, so I say, Lord, what I want, I want more of your power. Then what am I saying? The Spirit of God doesn't come in doses. Lord, I need more of your power, more of your spirit. I can't do that because the Spirit of God is a person. Do you not understand what I'm talking about? God's Holy Spirit is a person. It's not some ooey, goozy, you know, water or something where God opens up the top of your head and he just sort of pours this in a little bit at a time. No, the Spirit of God is a person, so you either have him or you don't have him. Uh, you say, well, I have part of him. All right, so inside you, you have an arm and a leg. You've got his arm and his leg. Until you know how silly and foolish that sounds. So you said, what is the problem? The problem comes here. It's not that I need more of God's power. It is that God's power does not possess me. You need to understand. We think about uh, the thought here is that, all right, Within Brother Mon now, the Spirit of God is there, all right? So, Lord, give me more power. So what I'm asking for is what I already have. God's power is there. What's the problem? Wayne Munn is quenching that power. Get Wayne Munn out of the way. So now I come across verses where the writer says one time, I die daily to the flesh. Walk after the Spirit, not after the flesh. All right, I begin to understand that. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Okay, as far as this flesh is concerned, my friend, it gets in the way. It'll quench God's power that lies resident within you. So I've gone from that, asking like not only more of God's power, but more of God's strength. Lord, I need your strength. And then I find verses like Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13. It says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Okay, I have the Holy Spirit within me. The Spirit of God is this power. The Spirit of God then is my strength, all right? And it says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. So this strength is on the inside. I mean, as far as this strength is concerned, I'll be honest with you, though I felt weak and, and I've, I feel stress and the toil of routine and spiritual pressure, and I feel this weakness. What's the problem, my friend? The problem is the arm of flesh is failing. <laughs> then Wayne Mon was trusting the arm of flesh instead of the strength that God would give. We think about the fact that what I need to do is engage the arm of God, not the arm of Wayne Munn. So much of the problem lies not with a lack of power, 
not with a lack of strength, but it's the lack of having this strength and this power to possess me. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Let me just go just a little bit further here. Sometimes I've asked for more grace. I said, Lord, I need your grace, you know. You know what you're asking for? What is grace? Second Corinthians 8, 9, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. What, though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that ye through his poverty might become rich. You know, he said, what is the grace of God? You know, that's Christ. Christ is God's grace. We think about the little acrostic, G-R-A-C-E, God's riches at Christ's expense. This grace is on the inside. First Corinthians 15, 10, it says, uh, the writer says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. What am I? I'm saved. I'm born again. This is sustaining grace. It's what I need. It's all I need. Second Corinthians 12, 9, Jesus said to the apostle Paul, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. So when it comes to the grace of God, I find Sometimes I'm not depending, not trusting on this grace, in this grace. Hence, I feel, once again, this weakness and this poverty of soul, so to speak. So it's not that I need his power and his strength and his grace. It's already on the inside. Just Wayne Munn needs to back out of the way. I should die daily to this old flesh. I've asked for more love at times. You ever done that? Well, I tell you, uh, that's not the thing to ask for because uh, the Holy Spirit is to rule every part of my life. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22, the Spirit of God's in me. Yes. If any man have not the Spirit of God, he's none of his. That's correct. So you can't have just a piece of the Spirit. If you don't have God's Spirit, you're not, you know, it's not a uh, we think about salvation is not a part of your life. So what does the Spirit do in my life? It produces some things. What's one of the fruits of the Spirit or the fruit of the Spirit? Uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Oh, boy, love. So I said, Lord, I need your love. What has happened? Maybe I've invested in a person's life. And, boy, I've done this many a time. Just like the Savior did here on this earth. I've invested in people's lives and invested and invested time, uh, things that maybe I should have done for my family or finances, and then had these same people to turn around and then stab me in the back, just like they did Jesus Christ. What they eventually done is hung him on a cross. He came to be the king of the Jews, and they didn't want him as king. He said, what are you talking about? Then, for these people that do us wrong, I got a bad attitude. You said, Brother Mon, shame on you. Yeah, I've had a bad attitude about people. And I said, Lord, uh, within, instead of there being love, I'm mad. Instead of filled with love, Lord, I'm filled with bitterness. And I don't want that. Lord, I want your love. But I'm asking for what I already have. This love is there. This love does not possess me. You understand what I'm talking about. Go on and on. I've done this like uh, I've said, Lord, I need your guidance, please. Lord, I, I want you to guide me. I want you. You said, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, Romans chapter 8 in verse 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So God's Spirit is leading me? Well, of course. Every day? Why, of course. Do I have to ask for this? Why, of course not. All right, this spirit, now I'm not saying 
that God is displeased with you asking for his guidance. But looking at this in a doctrinal manner, we're asking for what he's already doing. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah, pilgrim through this barren land. It says this, if you are a son of God, you're led by the Spirit of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. God is leading me every day. A man may complain to God and he said, Lord, I'm tangled with all these briars, the briars of bills and disappointment. And yet the Lord said, you didn't find those briars on my road. The problem is with God's guidance is I'm not following. Hello, are you listening to me? Guide me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you follow that that God, we think about God's spirit. God's spirit is powerful. and God's spirit can move and motivate us. We have the mind of Christ. You know, we just need to take. And of course, as we focus in on this book right here, this book guides us every day. The problem is we just don't follow that guidance. In fact, to be honest with you, I'm just really complete in Christ. I have his power, his strength, his grace, his love, his guidance. Corinthians, uh, what's Colossians? Colossians chapter 2, verse 10, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and power. I'm complete in Christ. I have all these things. Sometimes I've asked for what I already have. Isn't it sad to know those who are lost have no power? They have no strength. They have no grace. They have no love. They have no guidance. Have you ever trusted Jesus Christ to be your Savior? He died for you on the cross of Calvary. Trust the blood that was shed for you. He'll save your soul. Until tomorrow or next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.